0: Well, the weather outside is crappy, but this podcast makes us oh so very happy. So if you're the kind of dad who likes terrible singing, then this is the podcast for you. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, the podcast celebrating dad. Whatever dad may do, wherever dad may be, welcome to episode 10 of season number 8, our season finale. Today we've got on the show Andrew Washington. He's an entertainer. He's a comedian. He's a magician. He's a commission. I don't know what, what you call it. We'll have to ask him. But he's coming on. We'll learn a little bit about how he entertains, but also his story and how he became an entertainer. My name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great pleasure to introduce my good friend and podcasting partner. The World Cup's still going on, so why don't we use a World Cup reference? He's never out of bounds, he's never into touch, he's never off sides. He's Coach Randy.
1: Ah, Adam D. That was very nice. Very clever. Always with the clever things. You've been
0: so. watching the World Cup, or now that the US is out, you don't give a damn?
1: <laughs> I didn't really give a damn to begin with, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's start now. <laughs> No, but uh, I, I I'm somewhat mildly interested. I think it's a phenomenal a phenomenon outside our country um, that it's such it is like the number one sport in the world. Three hundred million people watch yeah. it, uh, maybe even more. Uh, it, it it as far as the numbers compared to the, our our biggest sporting event, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but I was having a conversation uh, with Alex, my son, about you know why is it the U.S. soccer team just doesn't seem to be able to compete, and you know what I found out? Is our LeBron James, yeah. our Steph Currys, you know, our, our uh, Josh Allens mm-hmm. aren't playing the game of soccer. They're playing football, basketball. Yeah. These other countries, their best athletes all play soccer. So if you can imagine a LeBron James or Steph Curry or a Josh Allen or some of these other amazing mm-hmm. athletes playing soccer, then I bet we would compete at that national level. Maybe
0: uh, maybe our soccer system will catch up at some point. But no matter
1: what, we're such a diversified country with sports that we'll never get our best athletes in the country to play just... Well, we got
0: athletes playing freaking pickleball.
1: Well, and that's, So if they're playing
0: pickleball, they ain't playing soccer.
1: Well, that's the whole point. So these other countries... that the, And that's what I love about the World Cup, is you get these like Spain and Portugal yeah, Spain, and Spain, Portugal and
0: France are not worried about pickleball. Croatia, right? Yeah. <laughs> And Morocco? How about right? Morocco?
1: And their best athletes? There is no other thing. They just do. They do soccer. They do and, soccer. And some
0: some of these kids are playing the game out of necessity because they're oh, so poor and they yeah. grew up in the alleys of European cities. So
1: it is. A, I, I think down the game re- early. The social logic. Be as a sociologist, of course, I love the uh, the phenomenon of how it comes about. And it is. I think it's a very boring game. And I do think losing a game by penalty kicks has got to be the worst way it's unfair to do any kind of game. But that's. All my all my soccer buddies who love soccer. That's the way it is. That's what makes it so fun. And I'm like, how does that make it fun? That means that goalie who lets a goal go by and penalty kicks after playing their butts off on the uh, after stopping whatever yeah. lives with that for the rest of their life. I mean, I, I, I just think that's wrong. But that's that's me. And well, there's something
0: more wrong than yeah. than how uh, a tie game ends. And that's, of course, where the World Cup is being played. Now, I don't oh, want yeah. to oh, there you had to go there. I did have to go there. You no, do. And, and I'm, and I'm going to bring some, some humor into this because it's it's a very sad sack Because it's very funny, a- right? Well, it's a <laughs> sad sack of a fair. You, know, yeah. you had like 500 people die. You're I know. Migrant workers I know. from Southeast Asia come yeah. trying I- to make a living and, and build this community yeah. of stadiums. And they died, which is horrible. And it seems like the government of Qatar, or is it Qatar? So that's another problem. Yeah, absolutely. We, we need to pick a country <laughs> With that a name, everyone can agree on the pronunciation correct, and, a, and a fifth grader can find on a map.
1: Yeah, Qatar, Qatar, Kater. Either I mean, way, I that think government's
0: not taking any accountability for yeah. all these deaths. Yeah. It's like they just never happened. Like they, uh, these people were commodities. Yeah. And while all of these, you know, uh, social rights issues yeah. were going, human rights issues yeah. were going on and, you know, you you, you hear about, uh, you know, the LGBT, you know, people yeah. were trying to go there and promote yeah. LGBT rights. And they were essentially being censored. Yeah. Um, I was always wondering, like, where was North Korea? You <laughs> know, where where was their bid? Were they just watching Qatar win this bid and go? You, you know that. what? You don't allow beer. No human rights. Yeah. People are dying. Oh, we're gonna sit this one out. We're gonna sit this you one got out. this, girl. You know what? Bravo, Qatar. We'll let you just have I see what this you one. Did yeah.
1: Well, you do know that Budweiser, the a sponsor, yeah. did have lots of beer in Qatar. Yeah. You know who gets the beer that's being that are sitting in those huge warehouses right now? Who's that? The team that wins the World Cup. Oh, they're going to be able to drink? They're going to be able to get all the beer sent to their country. That's what I've heard.
0: Well, what, what's going to be interesting is, so a country like Morocco, which yeah. is predominantly Muslim, yeah. they don't drink. So you're going to send, if they win, yes. I, I don't know what the odds are. I mean, anything can happen. Maybe they just have just like, they give it away then. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there are people in Morocco who do, who <laughs> do drink. It's a little more European yes. than it is some of the other yeah. Muslim countries, but... What, if they win, I mean, you're going to have all this wasted beer going Man. to Morocco. Well, uh,
1: as always, bring in a uh, very interesting conversation at the beginning of our show about World Cup. and uh, you know,
0: We try to be a very worldly, we, global kind and I of think, podcast I think here. we need
1: to acknowledge the fact that we've kept our listeners hanging a little bit. We, we have indeed. We life we have. has
0: happened. Not only life, but work has my happened. my work
1: and life and you and me, it's just, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is, has
0: come and gone. I had a thought about Thanksgiving. Yes, what was your thought? This thoughts? is me sort of deflecting away the fact that we've kept our listeners yes. waiting. Yes, okay, deflect away. So uh, you know we were in, we were in Dallas uh, at uh, my in laws. We had a lovely Thanksgiving, and you know they're an hour back. So um, in the morning we got up, we watched TV, and we were flipping between, of course, these World Cup, Cup games. Yeah, correct, correct. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm-hmm. which goes up and up and down. Oh, I guess it doesn't go up and down. It goes up Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And it had been forever and a day since I had actually seen a Thanksgiving Day parade. Mm-hmm. And i like to see, well, what new floats, what new balloons do yeah. we have? And one of the constants is always McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's always has a float and a balloon. And they had this float with all of the McDonald's characters. So you had, of course, Ronald McDonald. Ronald such McDonald, a yes. You had the he Hamburglar.
1: The Hamburglar.
0: And you had the big purple guy, whose name is... <laughs> Not the
1: snuffleupagus. No, no, no,
0: grimace. The grimace, yes. So, okay, so it's interesting. You yeah. don't remember grimace. Yeah. So I was watching the par- the parade, and I asked my kids, "Hey, look, there's the McDonald's characters. Do you know who that big purple guy is?" And they're like, "That big purple mountain? That yes. blob? What, what is that? Is that Barney?" Yes. I'm like, "No, it's grimace." It's grimace. Yeah. You don't know grimace. Everybody
1: last forgot about like, grimace. No, we've
0: never seen a TV commercial for McDonald's with grimace because yeah. all the McDonald's commercials are, "I'm loving it." Yeah. And it's always some family, you know, with the app, and they're getting Yeah, they food. stopped
1: with all the characters. That's no longer real. Even, even Ronald McDonald is, like, uh, not really. And,
0: and then they said, well, wh- who's the guy with the referee?
1: Yeah. Out in the map. I'm like, yeah. that's the
0: hamburger. Yeah. He's a prisoner. He
1: used to steal all the hamburgers. They, they hamburgers. were so good. They yeah. didn't know. And, Ronald, I mean, listen, Ronald McDonald is about the Romano McDonald house. They do a lot of Yeah, so videos. his brand yeah. is very, very sustainable. Yeah, but. But uh, nobody
0: knew from Grimace, the, yeah. the big purple guy. <laughs>
1: Little things you notice on Thanksgiving mornings for our kids. Uh, Thank you for bringing us back down that street, Adam. Yeah. There's nothing
0: valuable I'm really bringing to this season finale. Just (laughs) stupid observations. Stupid observations. Well,
1: there's been quite observations. We are entering uh, the end of 2022. And I do remember not too long ago, at the Jewish New Year, you said you were going to try some new things that you were going to start cooking. Yes. How's that coming along? I'm curious.
0: Not great. Not great. Because I've been so busy with the comedy. Yeah. But I am insistent on I'm, I'm making these things called we are talking about Morocco Moroccan cigars, okay. which are uh, phyllo dough fried, and inside is minced beef oh, or okay. chicken. So I'm going right. to still give that a try. There's still some time for that, and I have to cook dinner for my my lovely wife who has a birthday coming up. I know. Uh, and next week. But And is also recovering from rotator cuff surgery. And if you please share with our guest
1: how listeners how this happened. How, how does she go with rotator cuff surgery? What what possibly could have prompted uh, that? Cause such a painful, painful kind of surgery. So yay!
0: Back in June, <laughs> Coach Randy Nathan had the brilliant idea of doing a Coach Randy Nathan family and and Adam D family combined whitewater rafting trip on the Lehigh Valley. Lehigh River. Yes. In Pennsylvania. Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Yeah, if, uh, <laughs> and uh, for those of you who... I think it was a special, right? I don't it know. Was one, it I, was Dad, dad on, a, on a raft without a paddle. I don't so know. Without, but, a yeah,
1: without a paddle. So.
0: Long story longer, <laughs> we're in a class four rapid. Yes. We get bumped into a rock. We get yes. pinned on a rock. Everybody all, falls all,
1: off. All, all of us. All eight of us. Yes. So
0: uh, that's how she did it. and
1: Because she got bumped out of the raft.
0: Bumped out of the raft. And I think <laughs> the way she turned...
1: Not was, once, but... Twice. <laughs> and, yes.
0: And also, remember, she is paddling Yeah, while she has sustained this injury. Yeah. So a, a real trooper. And we thought it was just a minor tear. The MRI showed a minor tear. And then she it's, it's, it's a, physical therapy was not strengthening the shoulders. It's just so, a blood blister. Yeah, just, just a flesh wound, like Monty <laughs> Python said. So we said, you know, it's time to get surgery. This yeah. is just too painful for her. So actually, when they go in, the, you never want to hear a surgeon go, "Yeah, ooh, a lot worse than we thought. <laughs> so it was a complete, a complete shredding of the rotator cuff. Shredded it. So uh, uh, you should see these. I mean, it's amazing yeah. what medical technology can do. So she is she is convalescing. I am her home health aide. You
1: are her. But you know what? You have that experience now. I do. your VNA. I do.
0: Now I appreciate the home health aides that we hire at the company that I work in. Yeah. But here is something that I, I had a revelation on. Yeah. So, You know, my wife is very capable of doing a lot of things. She is active, she's involved in a lot of things, and she takes care of the kids. And forever, I was thinking, you know what? When you have an active, capable wife, as a father and a husband, Mm -hmm. you can pretty much get away with doing... Absolutely nothing. If
1: if if that's how you choose to, yeah. If that's how you choose to. Yeah. I
0: don't, but you could.
1: You could because they're so amazing.
0: And then this surgery happens, and <laughs> she's incapacitated, and now I feel like an army reservist being called up to active duty. After duty, duty.
1: yeah.
0: And I'm like, me now? I got to do this now. I thought it was one weekend a month. Yes. <laughs> and now, no, yeah. I'm, show- I'm showering her, uh-huh. and you know, cooking her meals, Look at and getting you. her settled, and making sure that. When I put her arm back in the sling after the oh, shower, yeah. I don't cause more damage. Absolutely. I mean, the yes, the sense of responsibility. It is. But, uh, you know, it certainly yeah. brought
1: us closer. Well, that is nice. It, it is nice. So, yeah, I, I think that, that's important for our listeners to understand that I am somewhat mildly oh, no, responsible. No, you are. <laughs> no, you know, I shouldn't say
0: you're totally responsible because we could have easily said, we don't want yes, to do whitewater yes, rafting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we could have said, you know what? I, we're going to sit this one out. We, and we could never have predicted, coldest day in June, 42 <laughs> degrees, degrees <laughs> at the end of June. Get in and water. So, it was uh, so, just the perfect storm.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm glad to hear that you're still doing the cooking. I'm sorry, you know, Michelle, uh, we're, yeah. we're sending out hugs to you. Uh, in 2023, and I think I've mentioned this before, I am so excited for my new thing. This I'm like, um, umpire, softball umpire. You're
0: going to be a softball
1: umpire.
0: Uh-huh. yeah. So, um, it, it's not enough that you argue with parents as a coach. Now you actually want to put on a, a uniform where you are the judiciary
1: Absolutely. of softball games. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and you are in the line of fire
1: you know so I do get that most people when they find out that I'm gonna be an umpire, uh, their comments, I guess don't be any parents left in the stands yeah uh, that's not it I am uh, I am authentically genuinely excited about this next chapter because I'm not coaching anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really involved you know my girls are old enough and we, we play whatever it is. Uh, I think it's a continuation of my love for the sport. Uh, it's it's serious training. it's Sounds eight like- weeks in a row, two hours a night. Uh, and then uh, I get, to, then they they have to pass a test. Yeah. Uh, and they come watch me and observe me, usually scrimmages. But I, I will be uh, a card carrying uh, high school umpire.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and uh, through it all, that the problem is they're dying for umpires. They just usually the the classes are like 20, 25 people coming yeah. out to do umpires. They so the have...
0: crossing guard shortage is over. Now we need
1: umpires. <laughs> Significant. There's only five of yeah. us. No choosing, kidding. Yeah, and what level will you be umping? So I will be doing high school, and then uh, yeah, I'll be doing high school. Oh, you're not
0: doing like rec league. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I will
1: be doing it afterwards. But I, I, because of my schedule, I can do a I can do a, I can do a high school game at four o'clock, because I work oh. my unless I'm speaking. Um, you're not going to do your kids' games. Though. Uh, no, no, no. But I can I can do. Uh, but I, I can sign into it. I can do Bloomfield, Verona, all these other other towns. Wow. Um, they 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 pay substantially nicely, oh, yeah. okay. you know, I'm not sure if we haven't tax people listening, uh, <laughs> but then the youth games start at 6, 6 o'clock, yeah. and they pay okay. substantially, I we'll talk offline exactly how much, because I don't want to necessarily throw the money out there, but uh, it is, uh, I'm real excited, and on top of it, I'm going to have umpire gear, where I think an official umpire. Mm. It's all about the gear. Is it going
0: to be the giant chest protector? It's, it is
1: like the chest protector, it is the shins, it's shoes. it's so you're, you're always gray going to be pants. behind home plate? I get an NJSIA jacket. Oh. Yeah, and I get the hat. It's all about the gear, right? And then sometimes I'll do behind the plate. Sometimes I'll do it. Like in high school, there's always two umpires. Yeah. Uh, youth, if you're doing like a 10U or an 8U or 12U, it's just usually just one. Uh, so you're doing behind the plate. Uh, so I got my glasses. I wear my glasses on a daily basis. So I can get good vision.
0: That's good because now no parent can say, or "Do you need my glasses?" Say, hey,
1: do you need my glasses? They might say, you... "I might need a new prescription. prescription." yeah. You know, but the other thing is, is that it's not my problem. I just tell the coaches, "Hey, listen, you know, I think you should talk to your parents. It's just not. Uh, this is a 10-year softball game, and uh, hey, we're here to have fun. I,
0: I wish you luck. I can see a lot of people <laughs> asking two questions. Number one, who do we play? Uh? And number two, who's the umpire? Yes.
1: And they see me walking, they're like, "Oh, yeah." So I this hope it's a good O oh, because they know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a good game. I really usually
0: wanna... say "oh" like that. It's that's not a that's not a good nuance, though.
1: No. Well, sometimes you're like, oh it's that." It's oh, that, uh, ugh. yeah. Oh, it's like, "Oh, ugh. it's Nathan." It's oh, it's Nathan. Yeah. All right. Maybe we, he has good boundaries. You understand? Calls a good games. There's no reason to get upset. Uh, he's funny. You know, like uh, what I think you know will be funny. So I, that's my that's my 2023. Uh, change in my life. Right, so
0: that means um, our podcast is going to be further delayed because you're going to be <laughs> umping games. No, those are all...
1: No, I'll be doing weekend tournaments. Yeah. Um, they don't really start happening until till late spring, you know, but during the summer, yeah. my kids are away. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm umping all the time if I'm not speaking. So... There you have it, Adam D. That's well, my. Uh, I, listen, that's I wish luck. I just want to intention. come and watch you ump. Yes. I don't Care about the game. Yes. I want to watch you ump. I think people are going to be there. My <laughs> loved ones, my friends, to watch me
0: ump and to see if I have the patience to not kick parents right. out. Well, I just you know want to make sure that there's no headlines in the Star yes, Ledger, yes, Jersey's paper, exactly. about how high school that's, ump that's, got, in, got into a brawl with a, a, a parent. Well,
1: that's that's kind of like, uh, my, my 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 stick will be. I wanted to be on this evening's news. All right, you just agree that tonight's game, tennis softball game, is not going to end up on the on the evening news because we're going to have some fun here. <laughs> all right,
0: I want to see if they so, push your buns, but so. I think I think you're the right guy for the yeah, job. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Good luck with that. One thing I, because it's the season yeah. finale, and yeah. I know this movie has been out for a while, mm-hmm. we hadn't really talked about it. Um, have you seen the Confess, Fletch? You know, we talk about Fletch all yes, the time. Yes yes, 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 yes.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. I, 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 I did. My best. <laughs> I really did, Adam D. I really did, did my best, because I got excited, and started watching it.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it's no discredit to to John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know those other. I I, I just really. It's just I, I couldn't finish it. I just I, I just couldn't oh, okay. finish it. Yeah. I, I I I started watching it. Got through about 25, 30 minutes. You know, I'll come back watch a little bit later, and I watched another twenty five, and I just said, "This is just a, it's." I just don't think you can never go home, and that that's the kind of movie that you just can't, even if it's a different story, different stick. Yeah. But I think Chevy Chase was just Fletch. He just owned it. It's he just, just owned him.
0: it. So I I hear you. Um... And, you know, I, th- I thought the story was not that great. I know it's based on um, one of the Greg McDonald books. But, you know, Fletch Lives wasn't that great either. But because it had Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. And it had Hal Holbrook. Yes. It was more than tolerable. And you got a consistent Fletch yes. in that film, in Fletch we
1: never, film. We never really... Uh, we don't use quotes from Fletch Lives as much as we do just...
0: Right. There are a couple, you know, a couple that, we that were really take. in the commercials. But, yes. You know... And those were the most popular. Yeah. But when I look at this film, and I and I was talking to Dave Eberson, who was on our podcast yes, yes. last season, because he's a big, yeah, Fletch Fletch. head, And I said, "Here's what was missing. You know, I know John Hamm said he did not want to be like Chevy. Yes, but it was missing the disguises. Yes, it was missing the, like the aliases. Yeah, like the remember the he was Harry me? S. Truman Absolutely. and Victor Hugo. He, yes. But there was none of that.
1: John Cod Toast. Cot- yeah, there wasn't,
0: like, the, the goofy names. <laughs> I was just
1: catching yourself off guard. You know, the mattress police. I'm with the mattress police. Yeah, there, no there, there weren't those interactions
0: where yet. he was trying to goof on somebody yeah. to gather information. Yeah. It felt like he was... Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Scotch Romania. <laughs> in, in, in many ways he was he was more of a buffoon than yeah. he was, you know, sort of the sharp yeah. guy who kind of knew his audience and knew what he could pull over yeah. on people. But like you said, you can't go home again. Um, you know, Chevy has sort of aged out of the role well, unless they do some sort of callback no, that, of some kind. I don't
1: even think that would even be possible. It's uh it's one of those movies that for us, I mean, I don't think our kids would appreciate Fletch. I've discovered that all these movies I thought were really, that I know are funny for me. Uh, But I think, I thought we're timeless, really aren't timeless, because our kids cannot... I mean, Blazing Saddles, hysterical movie, right? I'm afraid my kid would sit there and just be appalled. Can't
0: (laughs) do a movie like that Because they are
1: just hashtag woke. Just could not handle the language. But
0: that was the whole point of that movie. Yes. Right?
1: Richard Pryor was the one that was part of the writing. He said, say it more, say it more. You've got to keep the N-word in there, because if
0: you don't, this movie's not going to have the impact
1: that we want it to have. (laughs) And, And the funny fact, and so... Um, which is sad because that is such a classic movie that I would love to watch with my kids. I think the beans scene in that movie would be funny. Like, the eight oh there. yeah,
0: we we I showed it to him, I yeah. think, when he was eight. Yeah, you know, Nine. that's yeah. the funny
1: scene. But the other stuff, my kids are like, I I can't believe you're you're making fun of this. This is not funny, this is it's a terrible word. How can you say this word? <laughs> and that's so I just yeah. do think that there's uh, those that we saw as our kids growing up as being funny. My wife has said Your kids don't think it's funny. I'm like, how can they not think it's funny?
0: It was funny for a different generation.
1: That is, and the
0: kids today, they have their own funny. Kids today,
1: which really really is not that funny. It's really not that funny. It's, I mean, they're laughing at TikToks. They think it's so funny. They send me the TikTok. I'm like, eh, yeah.
0: Eh. So you know, all right, a guy jumped out of an airplane without a parachute. You know, is that really that funny? Uh, I guess that's all right. You know, pie in the face. Yeah, been there, done that. Someone trips. You know, over their own two feet. Absolutely. Gags, gags, and pranks. You've seen it, heard
1: it before. You know. so what can you do? It's just, uh, it's one of those things. But uh, yes, I, I can appreci- appreciate the effort. I just could not get into it. I'm, okay. Just,
0: I just... Well, I'm, I wanted to put a bow on it. No, I did. Bring I appreciate some closure.
1: You did. Pr- it's a good way to put some closure on a very exciting season. A, uh, an amazing season. And to circle back and talk about Fletch,
0: appropriate. Andrew Washington is our guest on our season eight season finale. He's coming up right after this. Keep it here. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You want to reach out to Adon, he is going to take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at that's idan.realtor, that's ida Realtor on Instagram. Adan Karen from the Stan K team. You can't go wrong. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We know you love social media because you just keep liking, liking, liking everything. So why not like us? Why not follow Bad to the Dad? Our social media handle for most platforms is at Bad to the Dad. Don't forget about our website, badtothedad.com. What can you find on that? You can find information about your hosts and upcoming guests. You can even download the podcast on the website if you You don't like apple Podcasts or spotify i don't know why you wouldn't but if you prefer the website no problem go that route we're an interactive podcast we love hearing from our listeners so please send us an email contact us at badtothedad.com once more that email is contact us at badtothedad.com if you want to make it uh quick and easy you can also dm us on any of the social media platforms we're happy to hear from you That way as well. Got a guest idea. Got a show idea. You have a question for your guests. Got a question for your host. Contact us at badtothedad.com or just DM us. Coach, I thought we would end our season with uh, a super talented guest that I've really been enjoying working with over the course of, of the last year. You know, my comedy network has really expanded. But this guy's not just any comedian. He's a—he's the real deal. He's the real deal. You can check out his profile. You can learn all about Andrew Washington, who is a regular at Governor's a Big Comedy Club out on Long Island. He was voted the top close-up magician of Long Island,
1: which the is top close-up magician. Close-up magician, one of. One book, far away. Yeah, you don't want
0: to you don't want to look at magic far away because okay. you'd be like, Are you you sure that this is really magic? Or are gotcha. you, you all know, right. just throwing stuff in your I'm pockets? just helping our
1: listeners out? Uh
0: this this guy has performed for uh, many, many stars out on the east uh, east end of Long Island, which is where all the stars hang out when they're not in Hollywood or New York. So please give a rousing welcome to my good friend Andrew Washington. Andrew, thank you so much for being thank on Bands of the
2: Thank you, Adam. Thank you, coach, for having me. It's uh this is great. I love this.
0: So, Andrew, you know, we
2: kind of talked you up as a magician and a comedian. So are you a comedic magician or are you a magical comedian? Well, first, let, let me just start. I'm uh, one of Long Island's top magicians. Oh, OK, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a couple more knock off before I'm the best, but I, I'm working on okay, that. So one. you're not the, but you're one of. I'm one of. Yeah. Well, I can make a phone call,
0: you know, make it look like an accident. And I know, pe- I know,
1: people, I know people who know people that know people I, that know people.
2: I can make them vanish, so we're good. <laughs> so, uh, how this all came about is I'm naturally a fun, funny guy. My family was funny. Uh, so, in order to get talk time at the table, you needed to be funny to grab their attention. <laughs> Uh, and I got to magic, and I stopped for a long time. Over 20-something years, I had stopped. And uh last three years, I got back into it. So it was just the magic that I was doing. Uh, but my humor is what people were enjoying when I mixed it with my magic. So I, I never had, like, a routine, like, a, the, the pattern. I go mostly off the top of my head for a lot of things. Even for some of my comedy shows, I go off the top of my head. Um, it's a more natural thing to me. So. With the evolution of things, the comedy seemed to grasp people way more than the magic grasp people. Although when you see my magic, you don't know what you just saw. <laughs> but so I started doing the comedy. Um, I, I started only four months ago. July 16th was my first open mic. Uh, and now here we're close to December 16th. I've been in five states already. I uh, came runner-up in New York City comedy competition. I went to uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, and came in the top three in their comedy competition. Um, I was just in the top five Suffolk County's competition. I don't know what it is. I just can't win those damn things yet. But for, for the amount of time, and I know this, I'm not silly, for the amount of time that I have in the game, I'm way ahead of the curve and uh i'm not stopping so it 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 mixed in well for me i i throw in my magic into the comedy so the way i try to explain it you have comedic magicians as you first described it and then you have comedians then you have magicians you do not have a comedian who does magic this is your shtick this is kind of what you're working on yeah this This is what I have. This is I like to be different. You have to, in order to get ahead, you have to find out where you fit in and and find something that people aren't doing. That's how every product is developed. That's how every service starts. Find out what people aren't doing. We have a hell of a lot of comedians uh, that are funny. Adam, you're definitely one of them. We have a hell of a lot of magicians who are very good. We do not have one comedian who does magic. So then you're a comedic magician? i'm not i'm not even trying to clarify it. this this country we put too many labels on things uh, we i love labels I'm, I'm a comedian who does magic so this gives me the ability sometimes i'm on stage and i don't i feel the crowd with the the the, the energy for the comedy so i won't even go to the magic you're an entertainer andrew as they say in I'm new york right 100 percent uh, that that's the cgys entertainment i am the entertainment in the name so uh, love talking to
1: comedians, magicians. Uh, growing up, who was your go-to? Who did you like to listen to?
2: Who was your favorite comics and comedians? Uh, growing up, I I was in an era where there was a lot of Richard Pryor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of Richard Pryor. Uh, and I actually had the Bill Cosby album that I had to listen to. And once I found out that he didn't use a curse word in, in, the, in his set, I was like, ah. So I got the album and listened to that. Uh, and Eddie Murphy, I can almost recite that <laughs> Eddie Murphy delirious. I, I can almost recite the whole thing. Uh, but then we had uh, Red Fox. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and these are the things that I do. I'm giving away my secrets now, Adam. I don't. I don't know if it's the same in your community, but I go way back, man. I dig deep to find out what people did to make them successful. Yeah. So these guys—that's—that's that's where I go back to. Um, and as far as magic, you know, we—we we, we had the, David Copperfield. There was Doug Henning. There uh, was Peter Gabriel that that I, I saw. He—he um, he was one of the Lambs Theater, in New York City, Forty uh, Fourth Street. I went and saw magic on Broadway, and that—that that did something to me. Uh, watching that, it was—you know—it's an on, off Broadway, but a small theater but just to see what he did. And I was like, and I was dabbling in magic at the time, uh, just getting into it. And I was wow. And it just, it, it hooked me ever since then. So we're talking Andrew about being
0: a full scope entertainer. And by the way, listeners, we're talking to Andrew Washington, who's really one of the top rising comedy magician guys, but you know, for the sake of, as you say, labels, we'll say entertainers, it, it seems like you're very willing to branch out last night. You did a a murder mystery night and, and played a detective. Yes. So it, you know, you're, you're looking to break down the barriers of your own identity even
2: more by giving yeah, well, I, other I, shows I, a try. I felt that taking that role as a detective mm-hmm. was a way for me to see what it's like to be on the other side of the cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> so good. as people walked in, you know, I was like, hey, hands up on the wall they like, what? I say, hey, I'm just trying. I'm just learning how to do this job, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was a very good experience. See the iced tea uh, of dinner theater, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I like all types of entertainment, to be honest with you. And the, the crazy thing about this is about four years ago, for me to even talk to you uh, this way wouldn't have happened. For me to get on stage in front of people, would have never happened. One um, with my jobs, I was a trainer, and one of my jobs is director for special needs uh, for the group homes. So mm-hmm. I oversaw four to six group homes. So I gave a lot of trainings. You know, I I knew what I was talking about, and and then to deliver and teach the people, I would I would go profusely sweating, uh, just to, before I even said a word. Was it stage fright, so, Andrew, or was it just it, it, it like was right? syndrome? I, I don't know if it was fright, but it's something I had my whole life. It's weird. I was a sports uh an athlete. So by the time I was twelve, I was in Europe playing soccer. I was in England playing ice hockey. I was in Ireland playing golf. So uh when you talk about athletes, if I, I made some wrong choices, but I was I was in the lines of the Dion Bo Jackson thing, um, where I could just do any sport I wanted to and excel at. I was the one of the first black uh all-county hockey players in Suffolk County. Uh, The first black college coach, I was the head coach of Farmingdale State College. Hmm. I drive race cars. So you talk about being diverse. I tell people some of the things I do, and they're like, there's no way. (laughs) There's no, and I'm like, yeah, way. I I was the director of operations for the Long Island Ducks professional baseball team. So I got to do many things with that. So I seen many forms of entertaining and I was always a funny guy in school. I was always a class clown. I was always getting in trouble, you know. I, you know, as most comics do, they, they got in trouble in school because no one saw their greatness. Uh, I I didn't see my potential either until I was fifty years off, fifty years old. So I I didn't see any of this until I was in my fifties, and I always wanted it since I was younger. I always said I was going to do it, and never just had the the cojones to just do it. I gave up everything. I bet on myself uh, about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Every bit of money I had, I bought it, put into buying magic, starting this all up, starting my company, my lawn care, my, my entertainment company. Everybody laughed at me. They said, you're out of your mind. I have absolutely nothing. I lost a lot of things, but I still kept going forward, and I'm close. Yeah. I'm, I'm close and i can feel it and I'm, I'm just going even harder at that and i have two girls that i have to mm-hmm. make proud yeah well if
0: you can if you can get the lawn care entertainment business up and running that i would <laughs> like to see you make that work that would be impressive because most, most of the gardeners they that i have they don't say a they don't word say they me, don't say do
2: lawn care entertainment that's that's so, a couple of hustles i'd like to see combined here's the thing about that like So when I speak to, because there's no advertising yet, because I don't have the money to do so yet. And I I also have a talk show, uh, which starts back up uh, January 2nd. So my time is valuable. So where I put it, I have to make sure it goes to the right way. But when, when people say, you know, come to give me an estimate or whatever, I have the job. Before I get there, I have the job. Because now you're giving me an opportunity to present myself to you in person. So these uh, transferable skills, there's there, there's a question. I don't
1: necessarily that's what mean to intrude, but I understand it's a year and a half ago, you decided to go, you know, you, you grew the cojones then. What was it in that moment that you finally decided, you know what, I can do this, I want to do this. I'm going to go and pivot hard in my fifties. I
2: mean, how does one do that? What, what, what was the motivation for that? The motivation for that is not feeling that I, I lived up to my potential. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I had dreams i I started off in private school since i was kindergarten so i went to school with people who had way more than i had and i saw how where they were going with their life the things they were able to accomplish and do those are the same things i wanted to do but i didn't have the money to do that Uh, so i know the life that i want i know the life that i dreamt up for my kids and not being there and realizing i don't have that much time left and then realizing that I was good with the magic. Uh, I was good on the lawns, uh, doing irrigation. I was good with that. Talking to people, I was good with that. So I working for other people, I am not good with. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not good with that. So I know this, I realized this, and I, and I said, I have to do this. So and, and I'm very open and very open with people when I talk to them. I'm in the process of going to court for eviction because... I don't can't keep up my rent because I really, really took everything and threw into myself. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I wanted to work; I it to work. It has to work. Mm-hmm. So Adam, when you see how much I, I, I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. This is why mm-hmm. I I have a, a set a mindset, and you can't stop me for it. I was in the hospital that passed out at work what i do the next day the next morning i'm at my daughter's school in front of 50 people you know it's like i i have to keep going i remember, and, I, remember I texted you i said are you sure you
0: want to do my show because we did a comedy show in in west orange where we live mm-hmm. this past thursday and i'm like are you sure that your body is ready for this to cross two bridges to mm-hmm. come to new jersey and do this show and you mm-hmm. said i'm gonna be there mm-hmm. and i'm like i i don't know how this
2: guy is gonna you know yeah out um, i have I had a, uh, an event, a virtual event for American express. It was like their big gala during COVID. And I was so excited for the opportunity. Uh I woke up that morning and had no voice. Hmm. I texted the the lady and I said, Houston, I think we have a problem. Uh And I don't know what it is about people, but when you text them that they call you. God, that was the worst. So she called and heard my voice. And she was like, oh, my God, we have we, we have to cancel. We have to cancel. I said, absolutely not. Somehow, some way, you know, I, I did whatever I could. I, I read. They said these singers, they drink tea. And I was drinking tea and honey. Uh, you know, I don't even like that stuff, nor the combination. But when it was time to go on, I had enough voice to get it done. And it, it's just like you said, Adam, it's just what entertainers. And I believe that that separates a performer from an entertainer.
0: Yeah. See, the, right the now, will, right? The will to get up there. You ever happen to be a coach? You do a time, lot of speaking. Have time. you ever been like sick and you time. have a gig and you, you do what on. you do?
1: The
2: the show must go on. So that's the same. The show, so show must might, go on. There's it, it is, yeah, no excuses. There's the there's a, a lot of people in this game, and I, and I watch them daily, weekly. uh, With whatever excuse comes up why they can't do it and and to me that that's an excuse like you say coach those are excuses Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't believe in the words i can't uh that that's definitely not my vocabulary i i don't know how you can say but you figure out how to do it Mm -hmm. so yeah can't is the biggest one won't is another one yeah uh these are things that i i just live by and when you have this dream and you've been talking about it, talking about it for your whole life. Mm-hmm. And you see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm now rubbing elbows with people who have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 something, it's something different. Good for you. And so you mentioned you have two daughters. Yes. Right. What are their names and what are their ages? Uh Olivia's 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my daughter Addison just turned 12 yesterday. Oh,
1: very nice. Hey, happy birthday. Happy like a happy birthing day for you as a parent, although it didn't come out of you, I would imagine. You put in half. You put in half. You put in the most important part. Ah, right. The seed. Not <laughs> my mouth. That's yeah. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so talk talk to us about your kids and, and now what it's like for you as an entertainer and a performer and uh comedy and magic and all this business. What's it like for you and your, your girls?
2: Well, it's 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 funny that uh you mentioned this because it, it's 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 an up and down thing with them. Mm-hmm. So my social media, I have a, I have 40,000 followers just on TikTok. Uh, I got on TikTok to watch my girls, hmm. right? They were boring. Mm-hmm. So I, I started uh, making the videos and, and then the videos clicked on and they were so like, so proud. Like, that's my dad. They were making videos, you know. And there's ten thousand. There's twenty thousand, and they were getting their friends to watch. They were so excited. uh But then when it became real and, and personal, like when we're going out, people go, "Hey, are you that guy from TikTok?" You know, they like, oh, "Here we go again." <laughs> you know, like, "Here we go again." So uh, it, it, that that's been interesting for them. And then when the comedy started, now she, they start seeing flyers all over the place. Their friends, parents are coming there. And and now they're like, oh my God, my dad, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Mm-hmm. So they're worried about being embarrassed. But now, last Sunday, I did my daughter's... Uh, there was an event, a breakfast at her her elementary school. She's in sixth grade. So we did that thing, and I did a magic show for, for the school. And now... That's my dad. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. so the event the day after I was in the hospital. That's why they wanted to keep me a little. I, I as I can't. I, I went to my daughter's school for an after-school club. Uh, it was a combined thing with special needs and the able-bodied students. And I knew she was going to be there, and I wanted her to see her dad. Mm in action she's never seen you know she's seen the videos she's seen this and and at that moment for her she was like that that's that's my dad she's like that my friends think you're cool and all you know i was always the cool dad in my head you know <laughs> can't can, no dad do what i do uh athletic athletic wise or whatever i can't do what i did, so i i was always the cool dad i coached the softball teams and all that and, and Softball, softball. We love softball. Softball. I'm a, I'm a, I'm this guy, guy cancels recording like. because of softball. We had softball practice this morning. I, I'm a YouTube umpire. So uh yeah, and, and I and I do well at that too. So I, I've gotten a lot of fans through every part of what I've done because I've been good at what I do. Mm-hmm. That's a comedy uh, routine too, Andrew. You gotta, yeah. you gotta work uh, your umpiring into comedy
0: or your comedy into umpiring. I'm actually oh. I'm
2: gonna start my umpiring uh, training this uh, coming this coming winter i have so many stories and they're about the shitty umpires yeah i can't yeah. wait they did the umpires are absolutely and this is what it is like growing up i was watching baseball and i, and I even i don't know if like they still do it but in little league back when i was growing up the kids i'm 15 years old you know you go down to the young t-ball kids and, and you you umpire right yeah, you 14 umpire 14 for, like, old, yes the game. Yeah. Uh, you, you you get like 10 bucks a game, I think 15 if you did behind the plate. Yep. Had the big chest bed there that you had. Uh-huh. You know, yep. You That's, school.
1: That's 1970s, 1980s. Watch, mouth, yeah. watch <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so that, you know, I was always into it like that. Then when I became an umpire, when, when I walked to the field, and because and I did a lot of travel ball because I elevated like to that instantly. So when I, when I walk to the field and some of these coaches and parents see me and they say, thank God, you know, what kind of feeling that is like to know that I'm doing what I love because I love sports and being an umpire is a way to be in the game mm-hmm. without being in the game. Right. Cause as an umpire, you're not part of the game. You, you know, you're kind of like the judge making sure the rules are followed they say and,
1: the and, umpires did the best job they don't even realize you're at the game that's when you know you've done the best job
2: see but that's hard with me because i have you cracking up the whole time <laughs> I, have, I have you cracking up the whole time yeah. uh and and, and, I, and i have good but what that does being good and being consistent helps you when you do have that bad call and i can't say you never have a bad call because i've never had to argue with an umpire i'm sorry with the coach you know they come up to me and if i am wrong i am not afraid to say i'm wrong uh because it's about the kids playing the game it's not about me showing you up coach Mm -hmm. so uh and they love that and, and it's it's just the respect that you have. So I didn't have to argue with them. They say, yo, I think that's out. And I said, I'm gonna tell you what what I saw and why I saw it. There really is not much they could say because I, I talked to them like this. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I so somehow,
0: some way we got softball oh, yeah. into the conversation. Well, yeah. the, the, hey, the,
2: you, the, you, the funny so, thing you, is you I, I, I did college ball on, on weekends, right? Being behind the plate. Is it baseball or softball? Softball. Softball. Okay. Being behind the plate with a D one pitcher. A little seventy miles an hour. Some, throwing some wickedness. Yes. You know how many times I oh, I'm <laughs> jumping. I'm jumping.
1: Yes, that would it also hurts when they
2: hit you in the arm. No, no, y'all, yeah, yeah. But you get in the right position. Uh, you tend not to get hit in the right position. So All the, uh, the catchers in front of you. But, but one one more umpire thing: uh, the changeups. After watching these girls throw, 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 and then they throw a changeup, it seems like it takes about three days for that ball to get yeah. there.
1: <laughs> and you have to admire their uh, their skill. There's a wicked.
2: wicked. Even at 12 years old, these kids can can, can really move that ball. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: my my daughter's a, a junior, um, and my youngest is uh, is in eighth grade. So we're we're big time uh, softball pitching family. So I can appreciate. Yeah. It.
2: Yeah.
0: So Andrew, when, when you're not ruthlessly judging your daughter's TikToks, and <laughs> when you're not governing these governing the softball fields of Long Island and doing comedy and magic, what do you like to do with your girls? What's what's a good time in the Washington household?
2: Uh, this is this is something we're we're trying like the last time we just went out uh to go ice skating last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh they they like to just spend the time with dad. We like to go ice skating, like to go roller skating. They're they like now just to, just because I don't live with, they live with their mom. So it's like when we're together, they just enjoy the time. We can do anything. Uh, we, we go out to eat. My one girl likes lobsters. So we try to do something for what that one really likes. And the next time we'll do something the other really likes. And then lately I've been able to mix in uh, just, just some one-on-one time when I'm taking one out at a time just to make sure, you know, you know they're, they're 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 my heart they're everything but I, I try to build my my family my girls based off of what how I grew up and what not to do
1: excellent so lots of great stuff Andrew I love uh you know the work you've done the work you're doing um how you transition into who you are it's not what you do it's who you are uh especially with your daughters we have a section on our uh podcast called dad Vice, dad advice so it's advice for other dads Uh, I'm very curious to hear what kind of dad advice do you have for our
2: listeners? Well, the dad advice that I have for you guys, uh, it it kind of varies, you know, because there's different advice based on the age and everything. But the main thing is do not try to make your kids grow up how you envision them growing up Mm -hmm. Uh, because everybody has a mindset um, like I was telling you about soccer. I traveled the world playing soccer and my kids have never played soccer. And everyone's like, I can't believe it. I, I, I'm not going to push them. Let them do what they want to do. Let them find their own way first. It's even like the parents, oh, you have to go to this school because I went to that school. You got to, you know, let them find their own way. They're going to be happier. They're going to do better. And you're going to be much prouder of them for for standing up to you making their own individual choice uh there's a lot there's too many parents that that dictate what their kids do even at an older age uh and it's sad because the product that you get is not the product that you want Mm -hmm. so that that's that's just the big thing i said let them let them be and, and just stand behind them. You know, if, you, if your daughter's not sure if she wants to be, if your daughter's not sure what pronoun she wants to use, if your son's not sure what pronoun, it might suck for you, but be there for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and let them work their way through it and work through, if you help them, if you stay there with them, you, your child will always be your child and love you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can count on one hand how many times I saw my dad and he's alive <laughs> you know so uh that's 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 not a way to live and i promise i would never ever have any of that in my life so it's basically important for a busy guy like yourself
0: you know who's you know traveling around the country you know getting gigs and hustling so
2: yeah uh, you know it, it's it's for them i i want them you know i have the uh, a talk show you know we're in a nice big television studio we do this talk show uh one of my kids i want them to one day see my face on the tv tell their friends my dad's coming on you know sit down on the couch and know that i'm coming on tv and like oh god what's he gonna say now that's how it's always gonna be what's the name of your talk show my talk show is called the truth with andrew washington and frank Carrera. he's a he's a good friend of mine uh and and i started this thing and i went to him and i was like yeah will you join me uh, and we did that. It, it, it's a talk show based on nothing. It's it's based on a Seinfeld concept. Very easy to follow, nothing. So it, whatever guests that we have on, because this is a televised thing, so you know you, you you have the the visual. So whatever guests we have on, we talk about where they came from. We have Mary Brady from Shameless. You know, we have guys from the yeah. Sopranos. Uh, we we have you know nice name people coming on, and then we also have the local people that we're trying to help. Promote uh, and, and help give back. Uh, we're very big. Frank and I are both from Central Iceland, uh, and we both try to give back to to the community because people think that we had the ideal life because you fall into what you see in social media, right? So you look at my social media. I had people arguing with my friend the other day. Oh no! Don't put your money away, Jamaican guy. Put your money away. Am I? Head loaded. Everyone thinks I'm loaded. Nobody knows what I'm going through because if I show the the down, what, then what makes you want to hire me? I want to bring the energy, bring the love, bring the joy. And this is what you're hiring. You know, I'm not the best magician. I'm the best entertainer. There you go. There you, you go. Know, so, and I understand my place. Hmm.
0: Andrew Washington has been our guest on our season finale, season eight of Bad to the Dad. Andrew, it's been a joy having you on. Thank you. you uh, that everything music. that we expect. A, band, a band to the day. Oh, now, 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 Andrew, you're gonna have to write our theme song for season nine. <laughs> and if it if it goes the blues rock route, that's that's totally fine. We haven't experimented in that genre yet. But Andrew, before before we sign off, tell us how we can find you on social media.
2: I appreciate that, Adam, because I often forget that part. I've so so happy and excited. Uh, You can find me on social media. It's going to take about another two minutes. So on Facebook, I have a group called CGYS Magic and Laughs. Uh, And that's, you know, just keeping up to date with what I'm doing. Uh, Also, we have the group on Facebook called The Truth with Andrew Washington and Frank Carrera, And that's about our talk show that we're going on. Uh, And then uh, Instagram and TikTok, it's CGYS26. Uh, and there's another aspect that we're bringing on to the show. This is a, a woman. Her name is Melissa Claudio. She has enchanting confections. Now, if you've seen that chocolate on my page, um, she's the one behind it. Okay. She's absolutely amazing. She's talented. She's probably one of the smartest women I've seen. Not only is she the smartest, she's one of the most beautiful women I have to work with. And I'm happy to say she's not going anywhere else but next to me. And, uh, okay, um, Very nice. so it, it, it's 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 been formed it's a, we call it a a, a power team mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. one of the same her mindset is just like me so to find someone just like that her drive is just like mine
0: Andrew uh, they say and you know nowadays when someone says enchanting confections are we talking edibles or are we just talking about running
2: good hey, point that you bring up uh, it's not edibles uh it, it's it, it can be uh, she she's tested. I, you know what sucks? I have to sample everything for her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a rough, yeah. go. that's a rough go. So I I I yeah, uh, this, she, they're not they're not infused uh most of her products are not not infused edible but not
0: infused you can put them in your mouth and digest right
2: Right. you won't get the
0: reaction that maybe you were hoping although you will get dopamine because it's chocolate ah yes well that's (laughs) honest with you my my favorite
2: legal around. you know what i mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) andrew washington thank you so much again for being on bad to the dad we wish you nothing but the best of luck in your career and i'm looking forward to keep working with you in 2023 let's keep it going Adam, thank you very much. Coach, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. We are Bad to the dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag, too? That is the work of Berman Branding led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So, visit Becky's Instagram site, at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.BermanBranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. As always, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Of course, we want to thank Idan Karen from the Stan K. Realty Group, top one percent in the counties of Essex, Morris, and Union, New Jersey. He was also a guest, so if you want to listen to that (coughs) episode, excuse me, I'm all choked up about it. Uh, That's episode number nine. Gave us some great information about the real estate market. So we want to thank you, Don, and of course, Stan K. team. And we also want to thank Berman Branding and Becky Berman, their CEO. Berman Branding for web design, marketing, graphic design. Remember, Berman Branding designed the Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media feeds. So that's Berman Branding, and you can check Berman Branding out at Berman Branding on Instagram or at BermanBranding.com. And, of course, Coach, we want to thank Andrew Washington, my good friend and comedy magician slash entertainer, whatever you want to call him, uh, for uh, a great way to kind of wrap up our season.
1: i got to tell you, you always amaze And what I love, and I am, I'm very proud of you. You're a brother from another mother. You know how I love you. Um, is that this connection is because of your passion desire desire to, to go on and do comedy. And that without your dream of going on and doing stand-up comedy, you don't meet him. Uh, right you right. know and so you've always amazed me with this passion you always invite me and i, and I do i want to do more uh more comedy uh but it is i've watched you grow oh um as this incredible business kind of idea uh meeting these people and what a great way to end he was really and oh my god it's the story did you, did you realize so, how so it's complex the story was? So it sort of reminded me
0: of, uh, of you and kind of... You mentioned my, yeah. my dream, but you know, I've got this steady job. I haven't given it all up mm-hmm. to pursue the one thing yeah. that I'd really love to be doing yeah. full-time. Yeah. And you, I remember, you gave up. You you took your foot off first base <laughs> yes. to steal second <laughs> yes. and pursue this dream of being a life coach for, mm-hmm. for teens yep. and doing speaking engagements, yep. which is what you do so well. So it's amazing to hear, even... I'll call it later in life yeah you know, you're in your 50s yeah. and andrew's in his in his 50s even though you have kids even though you have a mortgage to to take that risk and you know it's it's consequences be damned yep. i am going to pursue what i really want to do in life because life is short and i will not be happy any other way yeah so it's always kind of, it's, it was cool to hear about how he entertains but yeah. it was also cool to hear about his process of how am I going to do this, and well, why yeah. am I going
1: to do this? And that, yes, you need to have a living and uh, and, and make money. But there's this, I there's this whole right side, right brain side of us that I think people tap into. And maybe as you get older, you begin to realize what's really important. And you look at your kids, and you want to demonstrate to your kids what kind of life you want to have for them. Uh, he, you know, a lot of people that weren't on, you know. Uh, couldn't see afterwards he did a couple magic shows magic uh, tricks for us yeah you know and uh, that just
0: incentivizes you the listeners to try to go see an Andrew Washington show he will be performing in New Jersey with me again in 2023 but he does a lot of shows out on Long Island so if we have any listeners that are accessible to the island check him out on all the social media feeds that he brought up and go see one of his shows I think you'll be really really amazed
1: and the one thing I love the fact he's a softball umpire Right,
0: yeah, that was just. <laughs> I, I had no idea when we booked him. That yeah, was just, a, I, I guess, a happy coincidence I, for you. you know,
1: as I said earlier, I thought we were going to get yeah, through no, one episode
0: where we don't talk about snowball, and we
1: talked about it for 10 minutes. But as I've told you earlier in the show, that my thing for 2023 is becoming an umpire. I didn't realize yeah. I can use that for such a way that I could probably build business, I could, you know, uh, uh, get great material oh, yeah. uh, for when I speak. So uh, it was nice to hear what he had to say. And some uh, that's the irony of the universe kind of working its special ways about how we connect, and we're all kind of connected one way or another. So another great guest, Adam D., you are just... Uh miraculous of how you meet people and the way you do it. So, good work.
0: Well, I always love your platitudes, Coach, but I always love putting the show together and connecting with the listeners. So, listeners, please tell us what you thought of season number eight. Again, you can email us at at com or DM us on any of the social media feeds. So, now we go into our, I always call it our semi-hiatus because we always have some special semi-hiatus? A semi-hiatus. Plans, a semi- a semi hatus that sounds like uh, a disease. <laughs> so I don't want any semi hatuses Yes. Uh, but we do want, of course, keep our listeners engaged. So keep an eye on social media. I know our daughters want to do some sort of takeover, but we told them it's got to be—we hey, don't want dreck. We no, want, no. We want the real deal. They got to come up with an organized yes. program. We
1: need to see the PowerPoint presentation prior to them doing yeah. it.
0: Because when they see how we produce the show and how organized we are, I mean, how amazingly organized we are—role models.
1: We are clearly for producing a podcast. Yes.
0: Yeah, and then of course, you know, we want to talk about season 9. So social media will have all that information about what happens with the show in season 9 and where do we go? What who are we going to have on? When do we start? So that's the best method to stay in touch with us. Coach, an amazing pleasure. I know our fans had to wait for our season finale. We kept them in suspense, we, but we got it done as we, we always do.
1: We just had lives that happened. We got lots of happening, which is again, we kept them wanting more.
0: Always keep your audience
1: wanting mm. more.
0: So we wish now everybody the happiest of holidays. Absolutely. A very safe winter. Mm -hmm. And we'll catch you in 2023. So listeners, dads, have a great off season and we'll catch you next year.